Hello, hello, and welcome to Modern Made, the weekly podcast where you can get a dose of real and practical tips as we continue on our journey as students of life. I'm your host, the main voice, the antagonist and protagonist, Marcelle, and I'm here to entertain, educate, and inspire you to live a life made the modern way. So let's get into it. Hello, hello, and welcome back to another episode of the podcast. Uh, So I thought I would just do a quick little episode this week um, about decompressing from documentaries. So a couple of weeks ago, Mr. Modern and I watched um, Chasing Coral, followed immediately by Seaspiracy, both of which are on Netflix. And... um, I have a lot of feelings about it. <laughs> I usually do. Documentaries, you know, I think that's part of the the allure or the the purpose of documentaries is like they're supposed to get you to think and consider and kind of give you information that maybe you wouldn't necessarily seek out. So um, there's that piece of it. And then, of course, there's just like this kind of emotional deluge of information. I mean – when I when we watched Seaspiracy, gosh, I think I cried like six different times, two of which I think were like full on crying. Like we had to pause the documentary because I was crying so much. Um, it's very upsetting. I I love to recommend documentaries. I don't know that I would recommend Seaspiracy. It's very it's very upsetting. It's very visceral. It's it's very real kind of about what's happening um, with the fishing uh, industry across the world. So it is not just an American problem. Um, consumption is a global problem. <sighs> that is just, I feel like Americans lead the charge on that even still, but it is a global problem. Um, and it, it, it just, wow. Mm without like getting into the documentary itself, it, um, it just was very upsetting. And a part of kind of what the filmmaker of this documentary got into was like looking at, you know, some of the labels that we put on things of like dolphin safe and all of these different things and what that means and truly how a lot of the things that we will rely on to help us feel safe in our decisions as consumers or ethically responsible um, as our de- in our decisions as consumers are just blatant lies, um, which I think was the most upsetting. I know it was the most upsetting for me. Um, and it just, it really kind of left me in a space of like, well, what the fuck do I do now? Like, can I eat fish or not? Like, I feel like this is terrible. Um, and it's like, you know, for a time we were like, you know, going to the local fish market and, you know, buying fish that was, you know, farm raised or not farm raised, um, wild caught and small batch and all those sorts of things thinking like, all right, we're, we're doing this better. Like they're not, you know, demolishing the fish population. And I feel, I feel better. And it's like, ugh, fuck. (laughs) Now after watching this, I'm just like, oh God, ah, this sucks. Um, But, you know, obviously I felt very emotional during and after both of these documentaries. And I will say I have a habit of watching documentaries in twos. It's just a thing that I do. Um, We started with Chasing Coral, which is about um, the impact to the coral reef and, of course, the kind of uh, further reaching implications of what happens if and when the coral reefs die. 
Um, and the impact that like global climate change is having on that and everything else, right? How everything is inextricably linked. Um, and it, you know, after watching that one, I was pissed off. I was irritated. And it's like, I just don't understand how we live on this planet. And there are people that are still out here that are like, nah, that's not my problem. Fuck that nonsense. <clears throat> that's not my business. It's like, do you live here? Like, <laughs> I'm so confused. But anyway, um, then we went right into Seaspiracy, which was so upsetting. Holy shit, I can't begin to tell you how upsetting that was. Um, <clears throat> I do recommend Chasing Coral, Seaspiracy, watch at your own risk. Like, it was intense. Mr. Modern, you know, after we, we finished everything, I was just like, put on Dr. Pohl because, like, I just... I need something light about animals and people caring for animals because it was just, it was so much, it was so heavy. And he was just like, why do you watch stuff that like gets you so upset? Like you, it, you know, he kept saying he wanted to watch Seaspiracy and I was like, I don't want to watch it. I don't want to watch it. And then we, it was just one Saturday that we were at home. It was dreary outside. And he was like, you want to watch this thing? And I'm like, yes. <laughs> he was like, why did you agree to watch this? If you knew you were going to be upset. Um, which is a really good question. It's like, first of all, lower your voice when you speak to me, okay? You don't have to be rude about it. Second of all, it's a good point. It's a good question of like, why would you intentionally engage with something knowing it's going to disturb your peace? And part of the burden for me that I take on or I feel as you know a human that exists on this planet is like, I want to make informed decisions. And in order to do so, I feel like I need to have access and consume information no matter how challenging or difficult it is. I can't, I don't feel confident to say that I've made an informed, conscious decision if I don't have the information, even if it's upsetting. And so that's why I watch documentaries, truly. You know, I think it's, we live in capitalism, that's it. There's no kind of detaching from that. Um, everything that we do, any type of, individualistic expression of identity is inherently rooted in capitalism. And that is very difficult. And like, we don't have to get into it. But, you know, what I'm trying to do, or what I strive to do is like, figure out how to make the least amount of to, to cause the least amount of harm, right? And part of being in this environment is like everything you do causes harm. Every product you buy was made in a shop somewhere uh, where they're being treated poorly or they're not being paid a livable wage. And so it's like, shit. So for me, I just want to make sure that like, is this necessary? Is this something that I'm going to, um, you know, this $10 thing that I'm buying, is it something I'm just going to throw away into the landfill in six months? Uh, is it going to fall apart in two days? You know, um, do I just hold on and buy something that's maybe a little bit more expensive that'll be a little bit more durable? Can I shop at a thrift shop? Those sorts of things. Like that's kind of what the headspace that I'm in. But really, the, the reason that Seaspiracy was so upsetting for me and why it took me so long to decompress is because I feel that the greatest magic trick of capitalism is that the ethical burden is passed down to the consumer. So what we'll do is we'll squabble amongst, these, uh, amongst ourselves um, with the cause that is like nearest and dearest to our hearts versus like holding corporations and companies liable and accountable. So we'll spend all this time on social media screaming at each other about why you don't use your, you know, a metal straw and why you're not reusing reusable bags and why aren't you making your own, you know, fucking kimchi or whatever it is. Uh, why aren't you buying recycled, you know, all these different things that 
help, absolutely, um, that absolutely help kind of at the individual level that are changes that we can make that are small and and meaningful. Um, but we just kind of get stuck in this like, well, you're not a vegan. And if you did this, like you wouldn't have this. And it's like we just spend kind of all this time focusing on that and we really don't kind of look larger. And maybe it's because it's easier, right, to confront an individual person versus trying to take on you know, a corporation or like, um, you know, a giant conglomerate. But I think about like the best way in a capitalist environment that we live in, the best way to actually do something is to put your money where it's of value, right? So I really try not to shop at fast fashion places um, because, you know, there's no amount of greenwashing that's going to take any one of these fast fashion clothing brands uh, out of the shit doghouse, in my opinion. Um, you know, and for those of you that don't know what greenwashing is, this has nothing to do with conspiracy, but greenwashing is when um, it's almost like a capsule collection, like a smaller collection where they can use truly any small number of recyclable recycled materials uh for their fabrics uh for their designs and get to slap on a you know eco-conscious or conscious or green label to it without really much regulation or really truly any real kind of connection to um if they're actually making any strides in terms of being conscious, like you can slap on a label for something being green or eco-conscious purely by using 10% of recycled materials. It does not take into the account that 99%, there's a 99% chance that the, that clothing was still made at the same factory that still causes the same amount of pollution that still underpays and undervalues its workers. Like, But it's it's all of these things that are just like, there to kind of placate us uh, so that we can feel better at night, that we're not contributing in some massive way to kind of the scourge that is capitalism. Um, and Seaspiracy brought this up a lot because there were several uh, nonprofits that, you know, were these like very vocal change makers of like, you know, we're saving the oceans. And, you know, obviously I'm not going to name names because, woof. I'm not trying to get sued by nobody. So go watch the documentary. Um, but like, you know, they'll, they'll say like, you know, this is what we're doing. And they're very specific about instead of saying, you know, eat less fish, it was like, just donate more to us. And it's like, wait, wouldn't that solve a lot of the issues? Like, wouldn't that solve a lot of our consumption and how, you know, tied we are um, inextricably to like capitalism and like, you know, this need to like eat so much meat and our portion sizes and, and all of those things, like all of that. Here's what I will say. Um, and, you know, I eat, I don't eat dairy. I'm very conscious. I eat like vegan once a week, you know, whatever. Do what feels good for your body. I don't care. If you're vegan, great. If you're not also great. But my thought has always been that if we consumed less, we wouldn't be in this position that we're in currently. This need to like overconsume, you need to have, you know, a 17-ounce a, a steak when truly all you need is like four to six ounces of protein. But like that's so small, you know, like that's not enough. We wanna, 
we want you to eat a 12 ounce steak so we can charge you, you know, $52 and, and make you feel luxurious um, and, and wealthy uh, while you do it. And so like, the, again, this is just like that, that constant reminder <laughs> that we are just beholden to capitalism. But I really feel like consumption is our biggest issue. And so he, he talks a lot about this. The the filmmaker talks a lot about um, how these organizations that are nonprofits that are supposed to be kind of leading the charge uh, that people are donating to, to really kind of do the work they're thinking that these organizations are doing and, and, and kind of reversing climate change or, you know, doing things that a larger group with a, a bigger backing than can, can do than a, just one individual. And then um, you find out that's not, that's not, that's not what's up. Uh <laughs> It's like, oh shit, that's ah, uh, that's that's not it. Um, so you know, it's oh man, it was very upsetting just to kind of see uh, how so many different organizations are kind of mismanaging and and not being truthful. And that's just, I do feel like that's kind of the side effect of of our society. Like people will just you can slap a label on something just to kind of get you to shut up about it. And, you know, you go on about your day, you feel like, okay, well, it, it says it on here. They're not going to lie to me about it. And then you go on and you don't necessarily have to carry that ethical burden. But truly, man, I will say, look at the 990 form. Uh, it's, a, it's a tax form, if you don't know what I'm talking about. The 990 is a tax form, and it is a required form it's a IRS tax form, obviously, that's a requirement for nonprofit organizations to file every year. And this is where they kind of lay out what they're doing with the funds that are donated. Um, and it's useful. It's helpful. Maybe you can kind of take a look at that and see, are they really doing what they say they're doing with this money? Um, because there are some of these, you know, nonprofits that are giant and they operate like corporations and their CEOs have fucking mega yachts. And it's kind of like, hmm, that seems sus. The math ain't mathin'. Uh, you know, it's just kind of interesting. And, you know, especially with like I used to contribute on a monthly basis to one of the bigger, well-known um conservationist groups. I no longer support them for a variety of reasons, but it was so interesting. The sales pitch of like for just $25 a month, you could do all of this. And it's like, wow, my $25 sure does go far. But then when I go to the grocery store, uh, that $25 gets me like two items. It's kind of interesting how you're able to make this money stretch. And then also interesting that you're not able to really tell me in a tangible way exactly where this money is going. It's going to support efforts. What efforts? What are you guys doing? What is your monthly calendar looking like? You know? And so when you start asking those questions, you know, people get really uh, anxious and upset and frustrated. And, you know, it's just kind of like, all right. So what you're telling me is that like, I shouldn't be, <laughs> I shouldn't be giving you my money, my hard earned money. And I should really be looking for a different way to make a meaningful uh, contribution and impact. And, you know, that's been one of the challenges for me specifically with the Panasonic is just like, you know, I was out here volunteering as often as humanly possible as, you know, as many weekends as possible. Mr. Modern and I would be out doing whatever we could get our hands on to, you know, for our communities. Um, because, you know, I like action. I don't like words. I want to, I want to do action. Um, 
And so, of course, during this time, you know, we've kind of relied very heavily on these larger corporations because, you know, shit's closed and and so many people need help. We've relied on them to kind of funnel, you know, assistance through and just kind of hope that, you know, the money makes it to where it's supposed to go. And I just think about like, how often does it not get there? There's a TikTok that I watch that just kind of lives rent free in my head where a girl goes into a grocery store and the clerk asks her, you know, do you want to donate or round up your, your purchase to help, you know, sick, blind, burned children, something. It was like some crazy ass thing. Um, And she's like, no. And the, the clerk looks at her like, bitch, how dare you? And then she asks her immediately after that, would you like to, would you, well, then would you like to pay 10 cents for a bag? And she says, yes. And they just like stare at each other until infinity, infinity. And it's like, there's something so interesting about how the ethical dilemma and shame around not contributing at a grocery store when truly the grocery store is the one who contribute, who, who benefits, right? It's a tax write-off. Uh, they benefit from your charitable contribution. They don't make that contribution in your name. Um, and there's something that's so interesting that happens societally that tells you shame on you for not donating um, here at this grocery store uh, versus donating directly to that specific organization or actually giving money to someone that is actually on the street in need of assistance and that's unhoused in need of food. And that disconnect between um, why we feel comfortable doing that versus why we feel comfortable giving money to someone on the street that's unhoused. And I'll follow that up with a tweet that I saw that I actually also really like um, that says uh, there was someone on the street asking for money. There's a person I gave them money. And then there's an older woman that says, Oh, you shouldn't give them that money, that $5 because they're going to use it to buy drugs. And the person, the original person who gave the unhoused person money says, uh, you know, an asterisk like an action uh, follows after them because I too would like to procure drugs for $5. And it's just, it's such an interesting kind of stance and mindset that we're in of like, well, I don't want them to use it for something, but we have no, we don't have that same energy for corporations. Like we have no idea what they're actually using this money for if they actually contribute it to said organization. Uh, again, it's in their name and we don't really kind of place too much impact on that we can't we don't really like focus on that but if there's an individual person direct direct we're like no because you know you're not going to use the money for what i think you should use it for and it's like do you have the money to give or do you not you know what i mean um so it's just it's kind of something that's interesting and this is where my head goes this is what happens to me this is why it takes me like two weeks to decompress from documentaries so this is where my head goes um but truly i just you know, I, I sit in the emotion, I, I feel whatever the emotion is, the frustration, the anger, the betrayal, truly, the, the deception that, that exists um, in our world and just kind of the anger and rage of like, this is boils down to, you know, making money as most things that are wrong or disproportionate in this world, it kind of inevitably boils down to money, i.e. capitalism. And so it's just like, fuck, fuck. Ah, I get so mad about it. Um, but truly, I kind of try to like think about how I can fuel that into something else. Like, how do I take this and, and put it into something? And 
part of the challenge I used to have with watching documentaries is I would just really spiral down into like decision fatigue and just, it would lead me to inaction because it's like a ball of, it's a ball of string. You pull one thread and the next thing you know, the whole thing is unraveling. It's like, well, okay, I, I got to use metal straws. Okay. And then I, I can't, I can't be buying fucking tuna. And then, okay, I, I can't, uh, I got to buy sustainable fish. Okay. Sustainable fish is a lie. Oh, okay. So then, you know, maybe I should just eat less and then, well, we already bought stuff and then should I do that? Right. It just, there's, it's just a fucking snowball, slippery slope. There's just this like one thing after another. And then it becomes so overwhelming that you just do nothing. I've done this myself where I'm just like, I'm so overwhelmed. I can't even, I can't. Um, so what I try to do is just focus on one thing at a time. I try to make informed decisions be responsible, be smart about how I consume. I know that there is going to be inevitable by proxy harm because that is how this society functions. But how can I mitigate that harm? How can I offset that harm? What are some of the things I can do? Can I, you know, um, you know, can I buy uh, thrifted things? Can I, you know, maybe not buy the $10 thing, maybe save some money and buy something that's of stronger quality or better quality that's going to last longer? Do I need to impulse buy? Um, And just being smarter about how I consume across the board um, is really kind of what these particular documentaries brought up for me. Seaspiracy is obviously about, you know, fish consumption and how we consume fish globally, Um, fish, seafood, all of it, you name it. Um, and then chasing coral, of course, is about the, the impact that, you know, our plastics and wastes and all those things have, um, in, in the environment. So I just try to be mindful of like one thing at a time, one small thing, even if it's small, even if it seems inconsequential, I feel like, you know, a lot of time is spent, um, thinking, well, I'm just one person. And if every one person just thinks they're one person, no one person does anything. But all it takes is one person to do something. Um, and truly, because of this environment we live in, the biggest impact you can make is where and how you spend your money. Um, so I keep that in mind. I'm very conscientious about the choices that I make financially and fiscally and where I'm investing money into. Um, and, you know, I get it wrong. I make mistakes. I have moments of weakness where I'll buy shit on Amazon and I'm like, fuck Jeff Bezos. Um, <laughs> you know, um, and it happens, you know, there's no perfect, there's no perfect solution. And so I think the best thing I can do for myself is kind of remind myself of like, no one has it right all the time. Uh, this is kind of why I feel like we should kind of pipe down on a lot of the things that we're saying and that we're doing of like, oh, I see you're not drinking from the glass straw. I see you're not vegan. It's like, all right, why don't you chill? You know what I'm saying? Because I also see that you're vegan, but I also see that you're buying shit from Louis Vuitton. So like, what are we doing? You know? And then that's just, it's so pedantic. It's so reductive. Like it just doesn't, it doesn't need to happen. You know, we, we do. And then again, right. We're stuck on this infighting versus actual doing work that can make some actual change. So like I say with everything, just be a student, just know that, you know, you'll make good choices. You'll make not so good choices. Um, be informed. I, I think is the most important thing I will say. I, I, I'm shying away from doing your research. I feel like that has just been bastardized so much. Um, do your research. Like, okay, 
you read a fucking article, bro. Like you didn't write a dissertation about it. So did you really do research? So be informed, <laughs> look up reputable sources, do your best to make informed uh, decisions. And, you know, honestly, when you fall, if you mess up, you make mistakes, that's fine. Don't beat yourself up about it and just do your best. Truly. Um, it's kind of what I take away from these of like, all right, it's trash out here. Uh, we as humans are awful. I, I get it. I know this I've contributed as, uh, how do I do, how do I be better about that? So, um, yeah, hopefully that was helpful. This is how I decompress from documentaries, which is why I only watch them every so often. Cause it just, it stirs up some shit in me and I'm like rage. Um, so <laughs> Hopefully that was helpful. That's how I decompress from watching documentaries. Watch at your own risk um, and just continue doing your best. So as always, get out there, be bold, be modern. I got to get the fuck out of here. I'll talk to you next week. Bye. Thanks for tuning in. Don't forget to subscribe and download us on your favorite platforms for podcast listening. We out here. <laughs> Email questions or comments to modernmade at gmail.com. We love feedback. And give us a follow on Instagram if that's your jam at Modern Made Podcast. And both Instagram and email, it's modern spelled M D R N. That's it. Catch you next week. <laughs>